The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Hey buddies. Hey buddies. Tis I Marty. Tis I Sarah. And this is Marty and Sarah. Love wrestling. On the MLW. Radio Network. Very good. Sarah, you're a trooper. You're a trooper. You're an inspiration. You've yeah. got a sore throat. I've had a sore throat for a little while. So I'm going to hope. It comes and goes. I'm going to hope to God Brad doesn't appear. No, Brad's not coming today. Uh, Pete, you better chill out. Mm-hmm. You got your laser pointer. You got your hot tea. Mm-hmm. DJ's right by you. We are ready to do this. We are ready to cast. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody for listening. If you're new to this podcast, head to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. You got a whole lot of episodes to listen to. We had somebody who said they went back to the first episode and listened. Uh, said, I wonder if that was the f- first wrestling without depression or the, or first, the first actual MLW. MLW episode. And what did they say? They were like, why was it so horny? It got it was real horny, apparently. apparently. But, you know, that's wrestling. It makes us very passionate people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes passion can be mistaken for horniness. Right. But sometimes horniness we is were just not, horniness. We were not an item then. We were not. We were just two friends getting, actually just two strangers getting to we, know we each other. Met um, on the first episode of wrestling with depression That's that right. I did, that was our first conversation. That was your and secret. You can all go back and that listen. was your secret audition. You didn't know that. You kind of knew that. I think I. T- I think yeah. you kind of told me that that was like because then I was like I thought we were really going to talk about like depression and stuff. Yeah. And then you kept asking me wrestling questions, yeah. and I was like, oh. What are you going to do? Anyway, guys, uh, this week's episode, once again, is sponsored by the wonderful Grapple app. It's a fantastic new wrestling app, which is available for free right now at the App Store and Google Play. It's so well designed. It is. It's very impressive. Uh, Gareth did a very good job at it. Uh, The guys at Grapple have been delighted to see so many buddies downloading the app after we talked about them for the last couple weeks. So... Uh, we just want to thank everybody who has downloaded it so far and started using it. Let's keep that going. There is so much wrestling going on this weekend. So head over to the App Store or Google Play and search Grapple. That's G-R-A-P-P-L, no E at the end. Download it for free right now and start rating those matches. You know what's fun about Grapple what? is a lot of times at work you can't, if you have a job like mine in an office, certain yeah. offices don't let you stream stuff or watch videos, you can pop on the Grapple app and just kind of read about wrestling and see what other people are thinking and it's a really good scroll through if you want to break from facebook or twitter and you just want to hear about wrestling there you go grapple also sarah we have uh, one other sponsor this week also if you guys want to get some blue chews promo code brad blue.com promo code brad go crazy they're not a sponsor this week but just you know mm-hmm. get brad some some love uh another sponsor this is a, a young man you might have heard of him his name is scrump Scrump. Uh, he's one of the hot shots at Pro Wrestling Tees. He was uh, dick number two he at was All In. Dick number two at All In. Uh, Scrump makes his post wrestling, and you know the good boys at post wrestling, John mm-hmm. and Way. Uh, post wrestling, he makes his post wrestling. Let me take that from the top. Okay. He makes his post wrestling debut with Davey Portman and Brandon Harrington from Up Next. They discuss the 1995 Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Ooh. Uh, they talk about things such as, was the plot of the movie written by actual kids? How weird is Jason David Frank? How hot is Kimberly? The absurd amount of back handsprings? Slime puns? Is Zordon a racist? All this and much, much more. Make sure to subscribe to the Up Next feed on Post Wrestling and download the episode so Scrump can come back and review Power Rangers Turbo, the movie. 
can I just say I'm so proud of Scrump Mrs. for being such a good boy and really putting himself out there. Because a few years ago, you know, you might have heard his name wafting around if you were really in the biz. Sure, sure, sure. You know, the same way that people didn't really know who I was until Scrump saw me at NXT and I whispered to my family, he won't be here much longer. That's right. And gave, you know, some really good intel to the buddies. Listen. Scrump, uh, I love you. We love Scrump. Uh, I've seen him uh, grow as a young boy into uh, the t-shirt man that he is today. Oh, he's a good man. Just like my boy Finn. Now, I'm not going to tell you where he is or what he's doing. Okay. Will he be at uh, at TLC this weekend? Likely. Oh, mm. He might make an appearance. He may not be wrestling. Okay. Um, but I did just get him a brand new Lego set. I got him um, the limited edition carousel that came when you spent a certain amount of money on Lego. Sarah went to try to see if she could get it, but it was already sold out to people like me. Sarah's is true? Yeah, I went to just kind of browse. I was just like, you know, we wanted to send uh, some Legos to our uh, our buddy Nerd Burns. You can yes. check him out on Twitter. He's got a fun... Um, holiday thing mrs b you might like to do this oh yeah uh his buddy's son is a wrestling and a lego fan just like finn just like finn just like finn and is accepting presents and they um have a care of address so that's at nerd burns i believe on twitter you can find that but um yeah i was browsing around but i got the last carousel and i think (laughs) that it really turns which finn likes those mechanical legos i know marty's not really a connects guy but um, no i'm not but i you know i'm open to it Maybe the next year we'll have me dipping into the Lego Connects world. Oh, you know what? Do whatever makes you happy. And if something's not making you happy, just switch it up. There you go. See you later. I'm going to go work on that stew over in the kitchen. Oh, Mrs. B, Sarah's got that all taken care of. But uh, you're more than... Yeah, if you were here right now, you could smell the Buddies. sense of um, beef wafting through the apartment because I have a crock pot if going. If this podcast had smell vision, you would you would be so proud of Sarah. I don't know. She's mastered the art of crackpot cookery. Mm-hmm. Crackpottery. Uh, crackpottery. There you mm-hmm. go. Uh, if you guys want to buy any merch, head over to Marty and Sarah MartyandSarahLoveWrestling.com. Uh, we got Screaming Pete shirts up at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marty and Sarah. Marty, be honest. How are they selling? Screaming Pete shirts? Yeah. They're selling okay. Okay. Yeah, they're selling okay. You know, I never see any of those emails or know anything about you any of that. You don't need to know anything. Yeah, okay. Let me take care of everything. What if what if you found out that like Screaming Pete was selling like hotcakes and I was just keeping all the money? I don't even know where that money goes. It goes into the the the, 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 the things. Sure. <laughs> the show. <laughs> Listen, Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Marty and Sarah, and I know where that money Sarah goes. Sarah knows where that money goes for sure. You know what's really cool? Every once in a while I'll get some uh, people still by wrestling with depression shirts. Yeah, they should. For wrestling tees, which is awesome. Hey, wrestling with depression is a legendary show that a lot of comedians before I met you yeah. like very specifically told me with pride that they had been on that show. Well, there you go. And I was like, well, I'll never be on that show because I'm not a stand-up comedian. Stop. Look at just stop. Now you're now you're a Yeah, I'm on more than that show. <laughs> oh, girl, you better watch it. Girl. Stop. Uh, also, if you want to send us anything for this <laughs> holiday season, uh send it to uh Challengers Comics care of Marty and Sarah. Love wrestling. Uh, you're making a trip there this week, right? Sure. If you have... Uh, I'll go tomorrow. I'll go tomorrow. If you have stuff waiting, uh, we, we're going to go over the weekend, but uh, it had to be delayed. So uh, know that Patrick's keeping them nice and safe, and there we will go, go get them very soon. That's Challengers Comics, care of Marty and Sarah. 
1845 Northwestern Avenue Suite 2R, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. All right, Sarah, it is time to get into the big news of the week. Everyone's talking about it. Chad Gable's new trunks. What do you think? (laughs) I think here's the thing. I don't think it's fair that he and Bobby Roode's thing is already tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think he looks really cute in those trunks. (laughs) I just wish they would like... I just think there's more you could do with him. Well, that's kind of what we're going to talk about. The real news of Mm -hmm. the week uh, all kind of uh, started with Raw, with the Seth Rollins promo. Um, That Dave Meltzer had the best, like, insightful tweet where he was like, wow, it's crazy to watch this. Vince is blaming himself for all the problems of Raw and using Baron as a surrogate. It's, yeah. it's fascinating to see this. It was very meta, very interesting. Um, yeah, essentially. Because it didn't feel like Seth saying it. Like Daniel right. Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan promos, feel like his own words. This felt like it had been written for him. Of course. But like... Why would he be saying that? I think, and also, like they were so mean to Baron Corbin. We'll get we'll get back to Baron in a second, but I think you nailed it with the with the Daniel Bryan stuff. This is clearly stuff that he thinks, and it's interesting. I keep going back to uh, that old like season one of Total Divas or whenever we watched it, season one or season two with the water bottle, the water bottle thing. But also, remember when? Um, oh God, who was who was Naomi's old Funkadactyl partner who? Was on the first season, the black girl who, oh, I don't um, remember. she was gonna make like a song, and she played it, and it's just like money, money, I want money, I want money, and he's like, you had, you could have wrote about anything, and that's what you did, and he was like making fun of her. <laughs> oh no! I think that, and I think everybody loves being a heel more than a babyface. Here comes the money, 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 money. Because like I was thinking about it when I was watching that Daniel Bryan promo uh, from SmackDown. And it's like, oh yeah, did you catch up on SmackDown today? It was great. It was really fun. What a great promo! Awesome match with Mustafa Ali. If Mustafa Ali, like, if he doesn't become a regular on SmackDown after that, if he just goes back to two hundred five live, he's so mad, dude. He is taller than Daniel Bryan. <laughs> he doesn't look like a little like I'm a cruiserweight. I don't he know. looks so strong and so handsome. Yeah. Here's one thing that happens every time I see Mustafa Ali. I am reminded that he's like smoking hot, dude. I'm gonna say this. Say it. Uh, every time I see him, he looks better. Yeah, like, like ripped, ripped to shreds. Ripped to shreds, but like almost like also he has this like confidence of he's just like owning the long yeah. hair and like it's just like Whoa. he looks like a uh, a Roman and Seth mashup a little bit. Like he's yeah. got Roman's hair. He's got see like reminds me of Seth's Seth a bod. little bit. Uh, Famously laughed at your stand-up comedy. Kills several it in the ring. New Year's kills it ago. in the ring. <laughs> um, but just like yeah, he earned he earned. Uh, a spot oh, on that roster. That show was when um, me and Scrump went over and said hi to him, and I was so shy, and Scrump led the way, and he was so nice to well, us. There you go. That's the other thing with him and other people. You can tell when they're nice people outside of the ring by the way that they act and conduct themselves sure, inside the ring. Sure. I feel like Cesaro's like that, where you're like, you seem like a nice guy. I think, you could, I think you're you're. Uh... Your, your intuition is pretty good on who's good, who's bad. But I think with Daniel Bryan, what's <laughs> I want to so announce fun, all the people I think are bad. Yeah, or they are bad. I was telling you, or I was thinking to myself, it would have been, it would be so fun to like just be doing stand up and then just like not have to worry about getting laughed. But I could just be like, here's what I hate about all of you people. Like at a bad show, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you're drunk, you're on your phones, you're not paying attention. I don't know why you came here. Yeah, and he gets to do that. Like all his things about, and it's like 
Whoa. Yeah. Like, when, like about carbon footprints and about driving an SUV. And, and he that. makes them all like as they're trying to talk back to the to him, he makes them all look stupid, which I feel like a lot of times you could see when wrestlers get a little scared that they're being wooded or getting chanted yeah. at. But he just like is so witty and quick and turns it around on them that you're like, Yeah, they do sound kind of stupid. And you're but like, Oh my god. Don't you agree that it's probably easier for a wrestler to do that when they believe in what they're saying. Like yeah. if you just got some wrestler and you're like, Hey, your new character is that your real carbon footprint. Like yeah, if you just got somebody and you're just like, or like your new thing is, um, you know, you, you know all about religion. And if the crowd gets rowdy, you're going to quote a Bible thing. You're like, I don't know anything about the Bible, but if you did know the Bible yeah, and you were like, Oh, I can fucking crush this. That's what's happening with Daniel Bryan. But Scream of Pete's first appearance. Let's jump back over to Raw. Okay. So Rollins does. <laughs> Rollins does. They're like I know. Night and day right now. It's crazy. Rollins does the promo, and I remember I was watching it. You were in the kitchen, and I was just like, "Are you hearing this?" Like it just kept getting weirder and weirder because it, it kept, was very weird. He was saying everything that you know you listen to. Meltzer talk or Alvarez or whatever else. Everything that everybody's everyone's been dunking on recently. So. He goes on and on with that. It was very weird. Uh, as a lot of people pointed out, they didn't change anything about what they talked about. They talked about all this stuff. Lucha House Party rules. They had a three-on-two match. Peeing. Uh, too much Baron Corbin. Yeah. Drink Maverick all, peeing. All this stuff. All this stuff. And uh, puts over the revival. They're not on the show. Like just yeah. all this stuff. Um, so anyway, after that or during that, uh, Brian Alvarez tweeted, this is embarrassing. And then Jimmy Jacobs chimed in and wrote, writing a three-hour wrestling TV show every single week is fucking hard. And then Rollins tweeted, uh, that's the one thing I don't think people understand. Five hours of live TV, all caps, every week. Add in the uh, extraneous variables that affect the final outcome. And it's a modern miracle that the show comes together every week as well as they do. Uh, okay. Uh, I do not disagree that it's hard to write this show, especially because once you're – Done with the show, Vince decides, oh, man, oh, I'm going to change everything. You keep yeah, hearing about yeah, how yeah. Vince rewrote everything. Vince threw everything out. Vince wrote the show again. I don't doubt, and this has been uh, said on so many different podcasts and so many different interviews, there are super talented writers at WWE, and I'm sure if Vince was stepped back a little bit and said, hey, maybe a guy in his 70s doesn't know what's cool anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll let these younger people uh, take a crack at it. I have no idea. I have no doubt that they could write a better show. But the thing that's interesting is SmackDown is good right now and Raw has been good in the past. And part of it is like, hey, the three hours, three also. hours, you you can't make everything screamingly significant for three hours. You can't mm-hmm. even for two hours. Yeah. But two hours is just the right amount of time to have some silly stuff, some real stuff, thread through what the main event's going to be mm-hmm. and then close it out. But like, when you and I were watching Raw and it was like 45 minutes in, I was like, I cannot believe how much more of this oh, show yeah. there Absolutely. is to go. So they, the ratings came out and it's just like it keeps getting lower and lower. And it's like, I don't know. I think that at that point you have to do something different with that extra hour. Even if it's segmented out, mm-hmm. like like it can't just be like, oh, do this in the ring, do this. Like – like toss in some like do some SNL digital shorts, you know what I mean? Like you know yeah. how Saturday Night Live started doing that in like the late '90s, early 2000s, and it like really ups the pacing of the show and gives it this cool rhythm that it didn't yeah. have before. And I feel like 
they have such great production values and such creative minds working there. Like, try something different. I 100% agree. Also, they're a billion-dollar company. They can figure out some things. They can hire some people. And, again, or look use at the SmackDown. people that they have. Use the people that they have. They have great people. And a lot of SmackDown's awesomeness is like, yeah, you're kind of letting the personal performers fly a little bit. Uh-huh. Let them fly everywhere. Look at... Uh, Don't make Nia do those weird promos. No, let him, and let him maybe try this to be This is my them. fist. Let him try to maybe be themselves a little bit. You can see how, like, we always talk about it on the show, and people always say, like, I liked so-and-so so much better from watching Ride Along or Table for Three yes. or Up, Up, Down, Down. It's like... Like, what if every show, they had a sit-down with Renee and a person? There you go. Just oh, for a second. It, just for a second. Put Up, Up, Down, Down on the freaking show or something like yeah something to show these people do away a little from... live game feed during the show where it's like hey over in the up up down down room that's what you can do for the, the new day's not doing a lot of wrestling lately yeah. so just like hey it's it's the same way as like carmel and our truth have their dance break thing yeah. which is like you know what i'm like I'm cool with it it's because fine. it's it's fine. It's silly. You it's don't know doing, where it's going to show up in the show. It's doing something with two people who might not have had a lot to do with. Exactly. One of the things with Raw being three hours that you, that you just get really sick of is seeing the same people over Give and over Dana her and own over Brooke again. Where she brings in interview guests and washes them, or just like if 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 uh, you know wrestler A isn't on the show, maybe have them do a promo. Mm-hmm. Maybe hyping a match for them for next week or something. That's another thing too. And I don't look. Obviously, Jimmy Jacobs knows way more about writing Raw every week than you or I you do or I. because that was his job. Or most people. Or most people. Um, and I know that it's you know. Look, I mean, these people like even the Young Bucks. I was watching the last Being the Elite. They talked about hitting one million miles uh, flying. I mean, that's crazy. Everybody obviously works very hard, travels their ass off. Uh, this is every week. There's no, uh, there's no break, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, when you build these shows, there's wrestling in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, you have your three hours, and the, you know, he talks about like it's sixteen segments and this and that. It's like, you know, let these guys just wrestle, not have wonky outcomes, not ha- you know. I yeah, mean, it's yeah, like, yeah. Remember know. the all the old wrestling shows that you watch are pretty much wrestling semi-boring white middle-aged man announcer wrestling semi-boring and you know what they're fun to watch i had an old world championship wrestling on that you were watching and i remember looking at there was like two matches and an interview and it was like an hour of the show yeah but like they think that it's got to be short. i know they love shorter matches and Mm -hmm. a lot of times those well it shares the time around so more people can get in yeah but at the same time i think they could lean a little more into the wrestling and a little less into the glitz and glamour of like because it is like it's like daniel Bryan said it's fickle but i mean i think that and it's a lot of, of like you don't know what you're talking about or you guys don't know how hard it is or whatever um i mean the ratings are going down and down and down. So it's like, what's the problem? The yeah. problem, I want to watch. I want to like it. I want to watch. Can you say that Vince sometimes, like after the XFL the first time, he books angry? Somebody was, t- somebody was, t- I forgot what podcast I was listening to. Oh man, what was I listening to? No, oh, Voices of Wrestling, I think. And they made a, they made a good point about like, yeah, after the XFL uh, failed, failed that like, yeah, there was so much. The WWE is weird in the sense that sometimes when you watch it, you're like, do you even like your fans? It's so weird to <laughs> yeah. say that. I, I don't watch 
you know, like I'm trying to think of like what do I like to watch? I like I like you know like a uh, Toy Galaxy on yeah. uh, on YouTube. He loves his fans, but he's like it's never where I'm watching it. Where I'm like I think you don't like me, the viewer. There's so that happens. Like I was thinking about the people that we support on Patreon, and there's like a little selection. But like say like nobody's watching wrestling, mm-hmm. and Sal Amadeo who does the mall videos, Dude. and between the sheets, and I feel like they have very specific kind ways that they are like hey this is what i'm up to Mm -hmm. this is what i want to put out this is what i like doing and i'm so hyped that you like it too Mm -hmm. and somewhere along the way and i don't think vince was ever like that like there's i think there are wrestlers who are like that but i think that that's something that's missing from the wwe is like a central like kindness toward the fans where sometimes i do feel like they're like oh you want to see this i think when it was and this is i think why it's not as fun right now or aspects of it aren't as fun is when that's fun to nitro when night what it's fun to dunk on it is but when nitro was you know knocking the wwf around then all of a sudden it was like we're the wwf fans and we love you guys and we listen to the fans and i remember vince's old promo of like i don't think you want your intelligence insulted anywhere with good guys and bad guys <laughs> and it's like unless you know some comes leave along, my dad alone yeah <laughs> Oh, God. But, like, (laughs) unless maybe there's, like, really great competition. Who knows? I'm curious to see when they move SmackDown over to Fox because you hear a a couple stories about how Fox wants it less comedy, more Mm sports-based. Or they're like, hey, you know, if you hired this UFC guy to commentate, that would be pretty cool. I'm curious how the changes there will affect Raw. I'm curious to see. Yep. I mean, when is that happening in 2020? I think maybe in 2019 at the end or something. I'm okay. not sure. I could be wrong. But uh, it, it just to me is kind of like that might be interesting to see. I just think like if if there was another company that was really giving WWE competition. What would happen? Especially on a Monday night. Like if there was still a Nitro. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it would be like, oh, Becky Lynch, guess what? You're on Raw now. Like, huh, something happened. <laughs> you're on Raw now and you're in all the segments. Like. I mean, it just there just doesn't seem to be any sense of urgency of any sense of no. like we got to turn this shit around. And I just hope that that doesn't happen to where then they're like, oh yeah, 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 we get why what Becky's doing and why everybody likes it, but now we're gonna be in charge of it. I would be so mad if well, that's like, kind of what they do. It's like I don't want everybody them to. wanted it's Becky. It's a magic moment. Everybody loved Becky, and they're like, no, 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 it's Charlotte, it's Charlotte. Everybody loved Daniel Bryan. No, 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 it's, no, be, no, no, yeah. it's gonna be Batista and Orton uh, Mania. It's gonna be the biggest main event ever. But you see Becky tweeting about. Corey Graves' heat and light routine <laughs> yeah. for five hours a week. She's so good. Part of me wonders. That's another thing, too. Here's, a, here's a little behind the scenes. What? Like, from what I understand, uh, I think she's, it's rumored that she's dating a comedian in LA. She is. So I think that when I started dating you, yeah. I got so or when it, when we started podcasting together, before we were even oh, dating, I, I got so much quicker and more clever just by like, being around your thought process and seeing how you think about things and word things and just like bidding with you. And part of me is like, I wonder if she's like become more like, it's not comedy minded, but it's like, she's so clever and she says things that like surprise everyone that like one that she'll go there, but like she phrases them really well. So it's like, you don't get one of those like muddled tweets where a lot of wrestlers on the Indies have some muddled ass tweets where I'm like, what did he say? When, when, when it's her. What I mean, are it's they been, saying? It's been, it's been her and Charlotte mostly having these little 
back and forth. But I never she see screen caps of Charlotte's. Dominates. I only see screen caps of Becky's. She dominates. That's why. Charlotte will be like, oh, you're, you're, uh, uh, no, you're you're injured. Oh, I'm never injured. And then she did that one about like you were gone for a little bit. I, I wonder. I don't why. remember my, why. And then she she uh, crops the boobs. Off. Yeah, like it's one of those things where it's, and those are I only see the Becky ones because I don't necessarily follow them all the time on Twitter. Like see mm-hmm. what's happening, and then I just see when people are like, oh yeah, or the Jericho, and she's like, I don't need your help. You're with your terrible band and stuff. Like, just and I feel so like a fun. lot of like. Charlotte, I followed on Twitter for a while, and she has a very like, um, like nice Twitter presence. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of like, here's some art someone made of. Oh, me. loves it's a good. She's sweet. a retweet for drawings. Retweets famously for drawings. retweeted a Sarah Jack, a Sarah Multiple Joy times. Shocky half drawn. Uh, hey, one of our buddies got the um, picture I drew of Dalton Castle. Yes, hugging his cat. Yeah, and Dalton Castle said, "Very handsome art." <laughs> That's a great way to describe it. Yeah. So we'll um, see how but it yeah, goes. Becky's Twitter is, uh, Becky's is like, Twitter's she's a awesome. writer. She knows she's, she's a wrestler doing. and a writer. Yeah. And she I'm proud of her. Doing. We're all proud of her. Uh, so we'll see if they turn things around. Um, you know, we're going to be hitting the rumble soon. And then that's the road to WrestleMania. So we'll see what and they we're gonna be there. We'll see what we'll they be there at WrestleMania weekend. We will. And we'll see what they do. It was we'll a long road to getting you to agree to WrestleMania weekend. I still can't believe I agreed to it. This will be your last year. Oh, you have right. Then you can retire. You have right. Then you'll go, but it's here next year. It'll be in another place you've always wanted to go to or some shit. They're doing it in Hawaii. Oh, for crying out loud. Hey, if they did it in Hawaii, I'd go. You'd go? Yeah. Okay. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. Well. Marty. What? You have? For real? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It's like a tropical vacation where you don't need a passport. Well, that's very true. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I've, I've never been to Hawaii. Rudy loves Hawaii. He like raves about Hawaii. Hey, you know what? Maybe we could get the gang back together, and you guys can do a championship wrestling match in Hawaii. Did you say championship? Yeah, um, like trampolines. Trampoline champ. TCW. Yeah, TCW. Championship wrestling. Not like you're gonna bring tramps. Yeah. Nobody even says tramps anymore. They really don't. <laughs> Remember when tramps were ho- like hobos, homeless guys? Yeah. They called them tramps. Yeah. That was fun. And then the patriarchy molded it into a mean word for women. I know, right? They were like, we don't like these nice men who just have a bindle and want a pot of beans calling tramps. Like these men who look like Columbo alone. Oh. Uh, this weekend, Sarah, uh, the TLC pay-per-view is going to be happening. And I got to say, it's looking pretty good. You know what? As they were going through it on SmackDown, I yeah. was like, hey, Even I think this will be fun. though the build for some of this has been like not so great. I'm trying to remember what we're doing on Sunday. Uh, nothing. I'm hanging out with um. You have the that. I mean, I got like a shower, yeah. a baby shower. Um, and, uh, and during a, the day, uh, I'm show. hanging out with our buddy Courtney Power Bombshell. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Well, the music box, "It's a Wonderful Life," was sold out except for one seat, and we can't share That's one true. seat. Yeah. So I said, "Do you want to still have a winter Christmas day?" <laughs> and she said, "Yes." So we're gonna go well, ice go. skating and scoot and dude around All downtown right. Chicago. Enjoy. If you're going to be in downtown Chicago. <laughs> hey, how about come meet up? Come meet up. Uh, all right. I'm going to run down the card. Uh, give me the world famous Sarah Shockey. Who do, Who you... do you want to win? There you go. Uh, I think this is going to be the main event, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for oh, the WWE so. title. I think they deserve to be the main event. You know what I want? What? More Daniel Bryan promos. Okay, but who who do you want to win this Daniel match? Bryan. Okay, interesting. Because he's fun with the title because then he gets... He has plates now. 
Yeah, I saw him. Just, yeah. They just say Daniel Bryan. I thought it would be funny, like you were saying, if you left him off and was like, I don't want to waste more metal on yeah, this. We've yeah. already wasted enough. Yeah, or if he didn't want the leather belt, so he just has the, the gold pieces. That would look so stupid. Uh... Becky Lynch versus Asuka versus Charlotte for the hey, SmackDown women's title. First of all, Asuka was being so cute on Twitter today. Yeah. Being like, TLC, the Asuka, love Asuka, cute Asuka, or something like that. It was very cute. Uh, Asuka dominated the two of them yesterday yeah. or on SmackDown, so that means she's out of the running. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I know my WWE. Yeah, boy. Um, Becky's got to win. Becky has to stay on top until WrestleMania when she headlines against Ronda Rousey. That's what I want to win, and that's how I'm going to have it. Thank you, Peter. Do you think that maybe they might want to get that title off of Becky so she can win the Rumble and be like, I'm fighting Ronda? No, not yet. Okay. She's too hot right now. Okay. Peter, what do you think? Exactly. And there he goes. <laughs> I can't stand him. The other day, I could not believe that Maniac was on top of this shelf. I don't even know how he got up on top of that shelf, and he was just screaming at the ceiling. His new thing that he's doing is he's going into the bathroom, and we have one of those slip guards because certain of us can't <laughs> not slip in the shower. Well, certain of us use all these shower bath, bath <laughs> balms that make the fucking bathtub a nightmare, a death trap. <laughs> we have. A... I almost powerbomb myself in the shower. So after you almost powerbombed yourself in the shower, we got a big giant slip Guard. That fall was sponsored by Powerbomb the movie. Stop! Yeah. One fall. And uh, we got that big slip guard, and now Peter's going in there every day and trying to pull it up with his teeth. And it has like all the it has like like little eight, suctions. 800 suction cups, and I'll be like in the living room working on something, and I'll just hear kick, 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 and I'll go in, and then Peter is. Also, since when is he so bold as to climb into the shower i don't know that's supposed to be off limits for cats i come home today he's laying on the bed on his back with all of his legs paws splayed in the air butthole just out and about out ready and to about shout out and ready to shout all right sarah let's run down some more of these here um <laughs> sorry we just love our our screaming boy so much uh, and dj braun Strowman versus uh the i don't know constable gm baron corbin oh geez yeah <laughs> um if it's just goes Figured it all out and fired Baron. <laughs> like, legit fired him. And then it would be weird if, like, coincidentally, like, the writing was, like, really clear and solid in the storylines yeah. and it got better. And then God, everyone could turns out blame it, it on. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder um, how they pitched that to him. Like, all right, Baron, so this week Seth's going to come out and cut a promo on you. And basically, uh, all the stuff that Vince uh, feels people hate about the show. It's all going to be blamed on you. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'd love that. Um, uh, I want Braun Strowman to win because I'd be really <laughs> sad if he um, I Is, guess, like, Baron Corbin's job on the line? Yeah, yeah. That okay. was the one thing. I was like, well, I don't even... I checked out. Um, Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose for the IC title. No. Oh. Not super into all of Dean's no. promos lately, but I'm, I'm excited for the match. Here's what I would want to have happen. You know how they have, like, I quit matches? Yeah. This would be, like... Um, for both of them, like Seth gets to go, I quit saying whatever Vince wants me to say. And Dean goes, I quit doing this weird character persona that thinks Roman deserves leukemia. And and wearing my beard, my beard jacket. Yeah, I don't like his beard jacket. I don't like the gas masks. I don't like that he made that weird comment about like, yeah, maybe people get what they deserve. It's like, let's not braid that into the storyline. Like, let's all respectfully yeah. leave Roman alone for a while. And so the I quit match would be those, and then it would be a surprise what their new gimmick was, whoever wins. So, like, one of them still has to do whatever they're doing. Sure. But I would want Dean to lose and then to come back and be like, guys, I I really think I'm a lunatic. Yeah. And I'm seeing things, and it's like, 
but the things he's seeing are just like like Alexa Bliss keeps showing up, but we have to pretend we don't see her, so he still thinks he's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, more a movie idea. I really wish Dean was a little doing some different stuff here, but what well, are you gonna do? if they could involve Renee in some fun way, that Hell would be yeah. awesome. Hell yeah! And yeah. Uh, I like that Renee's dunking on Corey Graves lately. Uh, as a side note. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax for the Raw Women's title. Uh, Ronda Rousey. Just pull it off. Dude, here's... Just pull it off. But here's what I think. I have a, I have a quick question. Okay. Do what you think and then I'll give you a follow-up question. What I think is that Nia should go to wrestling rehab yes. for, you know... <laughs> wrestling rehab. For four to eight months. Okay. And just when she's there, kind of discover herself again, what she likes about wrestling how to kind of be chill and get along with everybody backstage. And if she doesn't like wrestling, she gets a free pass. She does not have to, just because she's in the cousins club, she does not have she to come back. She can still come to all the events and hang out. Everyone backstage. would still like her. Everyone would like her. But like, just have her go on a thing. And they're like, Hey, Naya, let's have you try on these like five different outfits. And if you like any of those better than this, like giant jumpsuit, we always make you wear. Yeah. Maybe we'll do, you know, it's like just, she's, she loses, so she's out of the frame for a while, and then she can choose to come back or not. There you go. Her, I'm doing who do I want to win and I know. extras. Her new figure has three different heads with three different hairstyles. It's very cool. Her figures are That's always awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, her they, they nail her figures pretty well. Let me ask you this. Do they have to keep Rhonda strong, though, so when Becky finally circles yeah, around to get her you know what they why, should do that's why ronda's got to keep winning and becky's got to keep winning and keep them away from each other for you know, a while you know what they should do hmm. right before that match starts becky should just come down and just blast her in the face wouldn't that be fun and she doesn't even like keep beating her up <laughs> no. she just does the one punch, one punch. and then like leaves yeah. and then of course ronda's, and then ronda's gonna win like well but then ronda's kind of mad because it's like i wanted that fight for myself and you mm -hmm. made me look weak and then naya's like what's going on take that jimmy jacobs writing wrestling's easy oh, stop it <laughs> i'm kidding uh the bar versus the usos versus the new day for those smackdown tag team titles first of all that rap battle was so fun. The Usos, did you like that? I have not seen the rap battle. <gasps> I know, I know, I know, I know. The Usos were Duncan and Skunkin. Yeah. They, they had it in a fun way because You they loved had... it. You were texting me about it, and you're like, this is That's the only thing so I texted good. you about. Yeah. <laughs> um, the... They set it up so, like, Cesaro and Sheamus come out, and it's, like, stupid, stupid. Like, obviously, they can't rap. Yeah. And then the Usos are just, like, I don't know when they practice these, but they, like, have call-in responses. They're, like, double rapping and rhyming. Yeah. They're, like, making fun of Cesaro for getting his teeth knocked in. Oh, yeah, you were saying that. Like, Sheamus hey, remember that wearing... post? Yeah, they're, like, oh, hey, Mr. <laughs> Turnbuckle, you're the real Man of Steel. Swiss Superman, who gives a shit? Like, it was, like, <laughs> oh, man. And then they all got in a big fight. But, yeah. um, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing... After that, I wouldn't mind seeing the Usos back on top. There you go. They really impressed me with their rap skills. Uh, Natalia versus Ruby Riot in a tables match. Okay, first of all, you can't just make a custom fathead table with her dad on it. That's so rude. <laughs> also, you pointed out something that I agree with. Ruby Riot looks so good. I feel like she was just one of those people who, like... You just put her into the WWE world and she's going to thrive. Yep. And they just, hey, like, let's make her hair red and make it longer. Sure, awesome. she's going to rock it. She looks awesome. Um, but I still want to see Natalia win because I don't think you should disrespect a dead man like that. I, I agree. <laughs> God, it's so funny. I have, I have, so I'm, this is the end of this page of my notes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's going to be a great card. Nope. I realize we're only halfway there. Elias versus Bobby Lashley with a guitar ladder Lashley. match. Lashley. 
Lashley. Get out of here. Do you like my Leo Rush? It's so good. Hey. Hey, it's me, Leo Rush. Lashley. Lashley. I'm not a kid. I'm. <laughs> and then he starts wrestling, and it's like a fucking amazing. I know. And he's like, so good. <laughs> just keep, get off the mic. Um. Uh, I want to see Elias win because uh, Elias is my Gaius. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. K-pop culture. K-dramas. Elias is my bias. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jimmy Lee just popped for that one. All right. Well, whoever popped for that one, uh, enjoy it. I'm glad you guys (laughs) had uh, fun on my podcast. Emily popped for that one. There you go. Uh, Not done, Sarah. Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Wait, Finn is going to be there? I mean, scheduled to wrestle Drew. Well, they're not going to let Finn beat Drew, but I'd like to see him try. Um, Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander for the Cruiserweight title. You know, I always think that Buddy Murphy is Buddy Landell in my brain. I'm oh, like, man. man, they're really wish. Letting, yeah, like, it's, <laughs> I, can't, I picture him as not Buddy Landell exactly, but like a shoot interview yeah. wrestler like yeah. an older guy and i'm like oh they're really giving him a shot and like i know he's young but like my brain will not <laughs> shit man they want me to defend the cruiserweight title i said fuck you i'm in my hotel yeah exactly. i partied too hard last <laughs> night i want uh that buddy murphy to good win. lord i just want uh let's see the rock and steven merchant i want their next uh movie to be uh, a movie loosely based off of uh, Buddy Landell, who I think is like the Kenny Powers of pro wrestling. Yeah. Oh. You know what would be a really fun angle for Trevor Lee? What? Just oh. make him like B- the Land- young old veteran. Like just well, embrace. Kind of yeah. I know. Just embrace that. Have him be doing shoot interviews. Hit, have oh. him be like fucking up all the time. And like it's the good old days of wrestling. But yeah. like he's like 24. Or, or like after every <laughs> after every week on NXT, he does a full hour long shoot interview. <laughs> they feed him. In like he, a hotel. He would be so fucking funny at yeah. that. Can you imagine? Shit, man. I showed up like I do every week. We, I will never forget that um, Dave Meltzer saying that oh. Impact sucked and then them panning <laughs> the, over. The high and, spots of the best friends interview and they pan over and, and Trevor's Charlie just giving just him the finger. Uh, okay. And then Dave does his classic like, <laughs> I don't know. Sarah, we're not done yet. I know. Randy Orton versus Rey Mysterio in a chairs, a chairs match. <laughs> just chairs, guys. Just chairs, guys. Touch a ladder. You're fucking disqualified. Uh, I'm rooting for Rey Mysterio on this one, and I don't think I need to tell you why. And I believe it's the finals of the Mixed Match Challenge. I'm so not into the Mixed Match, mixed match Challenge. What's it mean to be a fighter? I do like that. What's it mean to do some Facebook Live? Uh, R-Truth and Carmella versus Jinder and Alicia Fox. <laughs> I what? I didn't know it'd be a pre-show I, match, right? I mean, I would assume so, but I was under the impression that the winners get the thirtieth spot in the rumble. Oh, so together, either our truth or gender come out. So basically, twenty nine is the next is the new thirty. If you if either our truth or gender come out at thirty at the rumble, everyone's going to be like, cool. Well, or then let's or, give it to our truth. Or if Carmella or Alicia Fox come out at thirty, everyone's going to go. Cool. cool. Yeah, let's just give it to um, let's just give it to our truth sure. and Carmella because I think they're it, really make, make it fun. Yeah. Somehow make them get tricked out of like giving it away or something. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I also think one thing that I've noticed is Carmella was a cheerleader, right? Yeah, for the Lakers. So when she does her dance spot, she always does such a cheerleader thing that's so cute where she checks in 
with our truth before she starts and if yeah. he's not with her on the queue she gets a moment where she looks irritated and it's <sighs> such a cheerleader move and i think Ooh, it's so funny oh i love that that's fun i never even realized that but i notice everything about everybody you, all the time and really i can't do. shut it off uh sarah also hey i just reached into the couch and found two of my earrings <laughs> that's that's great sarah i was looking for the laser pointer and i don't know where that is oh sarah it's great <laughs> it's so great uh sarah this friday uh because i need it you do huh yeah i'm getting i'm getting blasted by this cat okay well you'll find it mm-hmm. sorry go on no problem uh this friday uh ring of honor final battle goes head to head with mlw Whew. yeah and ring Found of honor it. moved up uh their pay-per-view an hour i don't think they wanted uh mlw to get the jump on them so it's going to be very interesting. MLW is doing their first live TV event on Be In Sports. Oof. So ROH is countering with their last pay-per-view of the year and might be the last appearance by some of the uh, elite boys. Yeah, um, interesting. So I'm going to sort of give you the, the top matches of each card and uh, let me know which one uh, you're going to check out. Okay. It, right. So if I had to pick between... If you had to pick between the two. Okay, okay, yeah. So we've got... This is WCW. Yeah, we've got uh, Jay Lethal versus Cody for the ROH title. Okay. Uh, Jeff Cobb uh, versus Hangman Page for the TV title. Uh, the Bucks versus SCU versus the Briscoes in a ladder warfare match. Oh, you're match. giving me everybody. No, no, no. Just, just, just the main ROH matches. Then I'll give you the main MLW Wait, matches. Wait, okay, 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 okay. These are just the... Me- I'm not... You don't have to pick. I thought in... You don't have to pick. I'm just saying... In my brain... These are awesome matches I that are I thought that you were going to give me a match from ROH and a match from MLW oh, that rather? would be on at the same time and what channel I would be no, on, which no, is no. crazy. Oh, if you go back and forth. Yeah, if I, I went mean, back and forth. Uh, And this match, Jonathan Grisham... But I don't want to pick. <laughs> you don't have to pick. Uh, I'm th- This might be the match all weekend that I'm the most looking forward to. Jonathan Grisham versus Zack Sabre Jr., I think it's going to be such a fun match. That's going to be so fun. Uh, over in MLW World, they've That's got our network world. Roosh against Rich Swan. That'll mm-hmm. be very cool. That'll be awesome. Uh, MJF defends his world middleweight championship in a ladder match uh, against uh, Cotto Brazil, Desmond Xavier, who is so awesome. Oh, I love Desmond uh, Xavier. Andrew Everett and Jason Cade and our very, very uh, wonderful friend, uh, DJ Z goes one on one with a guy who Sarah always just says, "Wow, uh, Dragon Lee." <laughs> Dragon Lee does make me go, "Wow, uh-huh. wow!" Yeah. yeah, every time you see Dragon Lee, it's just wow. Um, gosh, I want to see both yeah. shows, and I think we yeah. can make it happen, right? I, th- I think we're going to be able to don't, make both happen. Do you think happen. we could? Absolutely. Hey, can I just say, uh, I think Jeff Cobb is great, but like, I'm not like attracted to him in that way. In the in the Dragon Lee way, like I just I I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't want to try to make him my boyfriend. Sure, sure, You know sure, what I sure. mean? Yeah. I want you to be my boyfriend, and I think it's clear that we're dating. <laughs> I understand, Sarah. So a whole lot of wrestling between TLC, uh, MLW, Ring of Honor. There's wrestling in Japan, in Mexico. If the WWE ain't your cup of tea lately, and Sarah, you are drinking a cup of tea, literally, as I say it's this. It's just hot water with a lemon in oh, it. Oh, then never mind. Because sometimes tea's a little hard on my system. Oh, my God, I forget. You're so sensitive. <laughs> but whatever your thing is... Find it. If the WWE is not your thing right now, or maybe don't watch it. If Raw drives you crazy. That's what I keep telling people, because a lot of people come to me like, how are you even watching WWE? And I'm like, you know, I just put it on in the background, and when I want to check in, I can, and I don't feel pressure. And also, like, it goes like that with anything in your life. If you're doing something that drives you freaking nuts, yeah, like, find out if you can stop doing it, and if you can't, find like, for instance, if you have a day job that you really don't like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, 
you probably need the money and mm-hmm. maybe you don't have another job lined up. But like, what are some ways, like for me, I like to bring in little treats for my coworkers or yeah. like find a favorite coworker and like take a break, go out for coffee, you know, like stuff like that to keep you going. Yeah. Just sh- little shifts will help. I like to buy young, I life. like to buy young boys toys. You do, <laughs> but you check with their parents first. I check with their parents before I buy them meme socks. Yep. <laughs> Are you just going to pretend that the NWA isn't doing a pop-up event? <laughs> Hey, at Billy. Hi. Um, thanks to our buddy Charlie from the Two Heels and a Face podcast for giving me the heads up that you were going to be doing a pop-up event. That's right. Could it's you the give everyone the, the lowdown on it? The that's, lowdown? That's definitely not like weirdly phrased in such a way that if you don't talk to them, you can't get in trouble. It doesn't even. It doesn't even fucking include dinner. Are you? Ta- well, you're talking about my very special. Now listen, we're doing a pop-up event mm-hmm. at. Saturday, January 5th in Clarksville, Tennessee. It's part of the Tried and True Pro Wrestling uh, show. Okay. So basically, myself and Nick Aldis, the NWA champion, uh, some people do meet and greets, and it's like, okay, boring. How about yeah. a dine and greet? How about eating dinner with so me? So do you provide the dinner? Of course. No. no read, yeah, BYOD. No, bring, read your, read your freaking thing. Read it to me. All right. One hour exclusive dining experience. Okay. Which is not wow. a minute longer. You sit, you eat, and you talk with me and Nick Aldis. Mm-hmm. Food and drink available for individual purchase. <laughs> oh, you didn't read that before? <laughs> you didn't fucking read that before on your <laughs> At the restaurant. Oh, no. What have I done? I didn't read that. I'll be honest. I didn't read that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Food and drink available for individual purchase at the restaurant. I thought it was going to be fancy. What no. I wanted was a, a, no. a chicken finger bar with sauces that you haven't even fucking dreamed of yet. Oh, my God. Okay, keep going. <laughs> professional, and I must stress that professional, individual photos with Billy Corgan, myself, Nick Aldis, and the Wait, 10 pounds say, of gold. Oh, you were referring to yourself. Okay. And the 10 pounds of gold. Uh, there's going to be special event pop-up. I was there, Pins. That's limited to 20 people. It's limited to 20 people. It does not have a cost yet. No. How can you put you a price? You have to buy your own food and drink. How can you put a price on meeting me? I Apparently, you haven't. And and if there's 20 people, are you going to drift around? Or do you? Ha- here's what I'm picturing. You're going to do that freaking wedding thing where you and Nick Aldis are at your own, like, wedding party table and then everyone else is at like tables of five and you might drift around but like if you're not in the mood i don't think you're gonna drift around and i don't know how these people are gonna get their money's worth i don't even know how much it's gonna cost have you ever seen the last supper ow that's pretty much how it's gonna look i'll be in the middle of the table (laughs) and all my nwa fans will be surrounding me now basically i'm just gonna bounce around like uh you know like it's it's our wedding uh you'll be at individual tables i'll just kind of check in a little bit Hey, is Nick Aldis's wife going to be there? I don't know, Sarah. Because that might bring more people in. What do you think I should have done? What are some other offers or, or, or parts of this okay. deal that would have Here's gotten? Here's an idea. A lot of times... Cause and I'll be honest, uh, uh, price-wise, I don't know. I'm, I'm floating some numbers around 1,000, okay. 10,000. Okay. It's like with the president, how Obama would have those plates. It's this much a plate. But then you also have to buy your own food for that plate. <laughs> The plate costs extra than the food. Okay, so I have 
worked in corporate America for a while, and I have planned a lot of holiday parties. Wow, I should have hired you. Rude. Um, oh, no. <laughs> rude. But you wanted my opinion. Do you want to remake The Wedding Planner, the Jennifer Lopez movie, and I'll play the Matthew McConaughey part, and you play the Jennifer Lopez part? I don't want to part? do that, but uh, I would do that because I think the buddies would really yeah. enjoy that film. Like, I don't want to do it, Yeah, but I'll do it. It's always been you. I assume that was the line in the movie. I've never seen it. Yeah, I haven't either, Billy. Uh, I've seen it a lot. Oh, okay. Okay, so here's what, what I would do. What a shock. Thank you. Did you cry during it too? Maybe when I was younger, but I don't think it's deep. Maybe I should do. Maybe I should tell people their future because I seem to know all about you. You don't know about my past. Okay, so here's what I would do. A lot of places will have like a private dining, like they'll block off a private event room, and then you just choose six or eight appetizers. You tell them how many people are going. In your case, twenty, and then they're heavy appetizers. You have some kind of dessert plate, and then beer and wine all night and that's going to cost you thousand fifteen hundred dollars okay and the food's included people mm-hmm. can mingle around bounce around tables nobody's mm-hmm. sitting down and weirdly eating food that they purchased from the restaurant and everyone's going to have separate tabs and it's going to be such a pain in the ass for the server and you just pay for it at the end of the night each person paid what if they pay 50 bucks to come in food drinks unlimited food and drinks included that's whatever 20 times 50 is. Hmm. Is that? I'm listening. I think you'd make some money. I'm listening. And then just get people the pins and the pictures and you're good to go. Instead, this is like, this is crazy that dinner's not provided. <laughs> it's you can't have a dine and greet and not have the dining be a guaranteed part of the, it, what is Listen, going on? If we know anybody's in that area. We do. Okay. You know what? I'm going to pay for your goddamn ticket, <laughs> and I want to know if we everything. Have, if we can have eyes on the prize, yeah. Uh, at, at no time are you allowed Email to me. say I'm yeah, working for Marty and Sarah. You will wear a live PD body cam. <laughs> no, you won't. Sticks you just, as sticks as provided. We trust you to report. Take I'm, take I'm, discreet yeah. photos and report. I'm very curious. We will. Uh, the show will fund your going. Yeah. Up Mar- to up Mar- to up to three buddies. Marty and Sarah love wrestling at gmail.com. I, I need I need to I need to know what's going on. I need eyes on this. You hear event. that? Up to three buddies. Up Even, to three. Yeah, up to three buddies. I don't know how much it is. Yeah, I'm, I need to see how much it is first. I'm but guaranteeing if, if, up if to three. If you're, uh, I'll take that out of my personal oh, paycheck. Okay. Hell, use all that t-shirt money. Because can you imagine sending one buddy alone? Like, no, let's I have, know. Okay. Let's have up to Two. three buddies. You're being so grinchy. It's Christmas. All right, fine. It's just think of it this way. I'm not flying you in. It's one couple and cash, Alan. You guys know I'm right here, right? To read what? Tell him who else, Kevin. You know, Marty and I have been watching a lot of dank memes lately, and uh, one of the ones I like is uh, the beginning of that old-timey song where they're like, hey there, lover boy, and if he still doesn't answer, I say, baby, and then they have like a weird alien man come into the other side of the TikTok. When you were... TikTok's the new dank vine. Not last night, but the night before, when I watched that Joaquin Phoenix movie that you were never really there, which is so weird, and I, I loved it. Uh, then I watched a dank meme 
uh, collection that was called "Ladies and Gentlemen, We Got Them." And every <laughs> every meme was the "Ladies and Gentlemen, We Got Them." Uh, the the I've Osama done that bin with Laden the thing. Muffin Time. I've watched uh, yeah. Dank Everything Muffin Time. All right, Sarah. Let me read this confession. Uh, also, if you have a wrestling confession, send them on over. Marty or and wrestling Sarah, encounter. Marty and Sarah love wrestling at gmail.com. Subject line, wrestling confession or wrestling, wrestling encounter. encounter. All right, here we go. I love everything you guys do. Thank and you. you all have made my love for wrestling explode. I love it. So here is a story that has a wrestling encounter slash confession and a dad protecting the biz <laughs> all in one. You know what? Yeah. I'm so on board for this. <laughs> Just get ready to picture this one in your mind. When I was in kindergarten, kindergarten in 1992. <laughs> Why did that pop you so? Because I'm just thinking of a little boy in kindergarten who loves wrestling like I did. <laughs> oh, I love that. When I was in kindergarten in 1992, a WWE house show came to my town. My dad took a friend and me. What a fucking dad. I think I was a kindergartner in 92. This was my first pro wrestling event ever. So, we got to the arena early, and we see two tables set up and two wrestlers sitting at them signing autographs. Those two were Davy Boy Smith and Sergeant Slaughter. <sighs> we went over and waited in line and got the bulldog first. I still have this, and if you want, I can take a picture so you all can share it. Yes, I do. Yes, we do. I thought that was cool, but when we got to Sarge, I was beside myself. When I got up to him, I immediately saluted him. Oh, a kindergartner. Can you imagine how great that must have felt for Sergeant Slaughter? I could not believe I was meeting a real G.I. Joe. Oh, my God. This is, Marty, was this written by you? This is a moment I will never forget. So, I don't remember the whole show, but I remember the end. This was when Papa Shanga was making the ultimate warrior vomit, and it terrified me. Wait, really? Okay. Do you know who Papa Shango is? Yes. They did an angle where he uh, put a voodoo spell on the uh, ultimate warrior, <laughs> and they made him throw up. All it the was time? So, no, just once. It was so bad. I'd be so upset by that as a kid. It was hilarious. The scene bad. in um, Fans of the Opera where he makes the one lady ribbit like a frog instead of seeing opera made me so upset, because it's like magic and making someone do something yeah. gross. Uh, I would have been so upset by that. The main event was the Ultimate Warrior against Papa Shango. When Shango came out, I immediately covered my eyes. Aww. He didn't want to barf. Nope. He covered his whole face with his hands when he came out. My dad asked what I was doing. I told him, if I look at Papa Shango, I will start to vomit and he will <laughs> curse me. That's when my dad protected the biz. Instead of getting mad and making me look, he told me to tell me, he told me that he would tell me when it was over. Good dad. So, watching the whole main event through my little kid fingers. <laughs> Ever since that experience, wrestling has had me hooked. Aww. Also, sorry for the length. You shut up, Nicholas. That wasn't even long, Nicholas. Dude. This Nicholas, sweet, I could have used I could have used more. This sweet little boy who reminds me of you when your teacher was talking about Halloween and yeah. you couldn't hear about it. <laughs> I covered my So you covered your ears. Under my hair to look like I wasn't covering my ears. Unfrickin' believable. And I also love the idea of like I don't know. I think I don't know. I think that dads um, being sweet and not making their kids do stuff is yeah. like one of the kindest. Let them off the hooks. Auntie Sarah. Werner Herzog. It is me, Werner. Did you even know you had an announcement this week? I'm very happy to announce I will be part of the new Star Wars series. People said they shouldn't even give you a Star Wars name. Mandalorian. That you could just be Werner Herzog. I, I'm just me. Documentarian Werner Herzog. <laughs> What's that, Han Solo? 
It's just me, documentarian Werner Herzog. Did you ever think that your career as a documentarian and a filmmaker would lead you to be in one of the biggest film franchises ever to exist? I have to tell you, I've always loved Star Wars, Darth Vader, mm -hmm. Chewbacca. <laughs> I've always loved them. Did you know that Marty and I met Chewbacca and Kylo Ren and BB-8 at Disney with uh, my little nephews? I love it. Those are my co-workers now, as I refer to them as. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's very that's yeah. very cool. We just all punch in and work together. Yeah. Yes. Who do you get along with the most? I would have to say uh, I get along the most with uh, with Kylo. You know, we're both oh, kind of yeah. you, I think emo you would... kids at heart, you know. Yeah, but also like smart and, yes. you know, well-read. Yes, sometimes uh, when he's throwing one of his fits, I'm like, oh, man, you should have seen me. Uh, on the set of, uh, of uh, Grizzly Man, you know, sometimes if I didn't, <laughs> I was the trying shots... to think of the name Grizzly Man too, and I thought you were going to say um, Timothy Treadwell in the woods. No, Timothy. Imagine if Timothy had a lightsaber, he could have fended off that <laughs> bear. Jeez, I made it dark. Jeez, didn't that's I? dark, dude. I made it dark, and I want everybody to go to bed with sweet dreams, and I, I kind of made shit a little dark here. Um, you know those the memes where they have the two hands clasping and it's like one hand the other hand and then in the clasp they yes so there's one and it said it's, um, uh, Sylvester, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger yep so the Arnold Schwarzenegger hand yes. says depression and Carl Weathers and the Carl Weathers hand says dank memes yes and then the middle joiner is making me cry <laughs> I love that you know I love memes I love memes I want to do a true documentary on memes unlike that one on Netflix with that, <laughs> that I made me and Marty turn off piece of shit fat Jew on it <laughs> yeah I didn't want to watch it oh let's make a documentary profiling a fucking joke thief yeah piece of garbage piece of garbage we have a special place for them in my Star Wars show <laughs> the Death Star getting blown up no with the dumpster and the Death Star oh okay yeah, that's, that's why we throw pieces of shit who steal <gasps> jokes hey Werner, could you help me out on this one and tell Marty that it would be so awesome to watch Wally? -E? There's a really great bit with a dumpster, a space dumpster in it. Marty, if you want cinema to move you in ways that you did not know was possible, you will watch Wally -E with Sarah. <laughs> and I have a guarantee from her she will not fall asleep. <laughs> I won't. I promise I won't. All right. Well, if you have a guarantee. Yeah. I have a little, um, like, get out of sleep free card. There we go. It's It's settled. Matty will go to New York for WrestleMania. <laughs> he will watch Wally. -E. Do I have to even compromise on anything? And he will just be a bend over Charlie for anything else <laughs> Sarah has in mind. Because that is compromise and that is how That's relationships not compromise. work. Yeah, exactly. I Donna. already said that Marty's given me enough Christmas presents that this year I should get some Christmas presents taken away and given to Marty for me because he's been so good to me. Marty sent me a bunch of little gifts also in the mail. Marty loves giving gifts. He loves giving gifts. It's one of gifts. my favorite things about him. Maybe he'll send me to that NWA pop-up. I don't mind getting Up my own food. Up to three buddies. I don't mind paying for my own food. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, just get ready. If you maybe didn't like The Last Jedi, maybe you did love it. But we've all loved Star Wars at one time or another in our lives. For different reasons. For different reasons. And when you meet my character, a space pimp, just kidding. <laughs> when you meet That's my like a Rick and Morty character, <laughs> I'm going to do such a good job and I'm going to try very hard and make sure that everybody enjoys it. Wow. Thanks, Werner. Werner Herzog, space documentarian, signing off. 
go to bed, buddies. Good night, buddies. That's my lightsaber. This is the MLW Radio Network.